God. Welcome to Talking Shit with a Yank and a Brit. Hi, girl. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Are you really good? That was pathetic, wasn't it? Sorry. No, I thought it sounded good, considering how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, oh god! <laughs> I love this dynamic of one of us generally feeling like shit <laughs> by the time we record. It's really great. <laughs> has to happen every week. One of us has to be hungover. Yep. Mm-hmm. This week it's my turn. I guess next time it'll be me. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, how are you? I'm doing well. I am not hungover because I've spent a lot of this weekend and will today kind of doing work as I usually am. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm cool. Too cool for (laughs) school. Yep. That's Mm. why I didn't go. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why you have to work so hard now because you're so stupid. (laughs) It's true. You're right. <laughs> so stupid. I'm failing almost everything. Oh, gosh. Well, at least you're trying. That's Sometimes. Nothing. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. As I said, a little, little, little hungover. Um, went for tapas and drinks with my lady friends last night and oh. it was good fun went to bed very late and um just a bit you know you know you just feel a bit like run down mm-hmm. i don't feel that bad i just feel like my liver has taken a kick in <laughs> yes i know what you mean usually for me if it's not like i mean i don't know about you but once upon a time i could get really really horrible hangovers mm. and like, I thankfully learned how to avoid that, but even just, like, a little too much beer makes me feel like someone took an eraser and just, like, smudged all my edges. <laughs> yeah. I still do sometimes get really bad hangovers, and I can't seem to find any correlation between what causes them. Mm. So I initially thought it was when I mix drinks. Yeah. But then sometimes I'll mix drinks and feel absolutely fine the next day. Sometimes I'll drink just wine or whatever and I'll feel absolutely terrible so there's no rhyme or reason as to when my hangover is going to be bad it's just like a draw I learned a few things when I was practicing as a juvenile defense attorney that like for women which is yet another reason why it sucks to be a woman is like things like our period can impact how drunk we get and maybe Ah. you know that kind of correlates with the hangover too it's so annoying but yeah it is then it's just the cycle yeah (laughs) I thought you were going to say at the beginning of that, that when I was practicing drinking, rather than... (laughs) Back in high school when I was practicing drinking. (laughs) No, I I learned that for me, it's it's generally liquor and um, maybe like really heavy, high alcohol content beers. I prefer beer, as you know. Mm. Um, But so I try to avoid that now. Um, But I also like had the really unfortunate luck of basically the second I turned 21 was when I started getting 
day long, horrible, I can't, I can barely move <laughs> hangovers. <laughs> really? It's pretty yeah. young. Yeah, it happened really young. And I was just like, well, this sucks. Didn't stop me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. For me, it's, yeah, it's been the 30s have been worse. It's like three day hangovers sometimes. Yeah. The first one's like the incapacitated, can't move, horrible. And then like the second mm. day is just like, mm, I don't feel right. And then the third day is like, I feel like I got hit by a bus, but I suppose I can kind of like be a human. Mm mixed in with the like anxiety yeah just I just feel like yep everything's wrong and I don't know why yep why do you hate me why does everyone hate me <laughs> yep get that too that's so fun I don't think that's like exclusive to women though which is nice no. yeah at least we all get to share that fun yeah side effect yep <laughs> well and you have some more fun times coming up correct yeah, going to a festival next week. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to cope because of said hangovers. <laughs> Usually, I can drink for one night, and as I say, I'm done for like three days. So I don't know how I'm going to deal with three days of walking, drinking, mm -hmm. partying, singing. Yeah, but we'll see. It uh, should be should be good, but I'm no spring chicken anymore, Catherine. So I might just die. I was going to say you could me. just not drink, but then I wanted to punch myself in the face for even like having that thought. Because <laughs> how dare I even even consider that? <laughs> yeah, if only I did hard drugs, then I could have just done that. <laughs> yeah, just do some crack. God, it'll be a blast. <laughs> it's very Moorish. <laughs> Well, that's exciting, and I mean, as a result, we're we're going to be uh, making sure that we're covered podcast-wise, so that's fun, and, mm. you know, we're coming up on episode 20 yeah. for our next episode, and we're going to have a special guest. Whoop, whoop. Surprise for everyone, though. Or guess who it is. Place your bets now. Yep. Send us your money. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My Venmo is Kate-Stevens-1. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't use well, Venmo, but send me a sealed envelope with some British sterling. That pound coins are fine. Pound <laughs> coins are fine. Is that all you got? I will accept that. Anything with the Queen's face or the Kings. I don't know if they started doing those, actually. Oh, good question. Mm, they are doing it. Well, I think they point. have to, right? Well, yeah, you know, probably. Mm -hmm. But... Yeah, I've seen the um the profile and he's got a really big like jowly chin, which is quite funny. Oh, they didn't like try to make him look younger or better looking or anything. Apparently not. Good. <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Right, what are we talking about, Catherine? Sorry. First and Oh no, that's okay. Uh first and foremost, just you know, kind of a quick update or not update just a story uh my mother after listening to one of our episodes where we talk about our irrational fears including living in houses pretty much yeah. <laughs> shared a story of when she was younger and living in an apartment building uh she had a waterbed and oh. I actually had a waterbed as a kid too which is in hindsight like kind of weird I guess anyway um she had a waterbed and 
it was time to like either renew the lease or, you know, move. And the apartment below her became available. So they went to tour it. Um, and she noticed in the room directly below her bedroom, there was like a huge crack in the ceiling. And she's like, oh, that's concerning. And she realized that it was because of the weight of her waterbed. Oh, my God. <laughs> yep. And I, it, like she wouldn't she wouldn't have known if she hadn't go, gone to look because I don't think you probably would have seen it under the bed. But also it was probably really heavy to move anyways. And she's just like, I, you know, who, who knows how long that could have gone before. All yeah, imagine just falling through the ceiling on a waterbed. Yeah, maybe you'd be okay. Sort of <laughs> floating around. Ooh, hello, sorry about that. I can't get off because I can't stop moving. <laughs> so she shared that and I was like, well, that's done nothing to make me feel better because that is yeah. one of my primary concerns is that I'm just going to be laying in bed and all of a sudden the floor collapses beneath me. <laughs> oh, dear. So did she get yeah, sorry. Did she get rid of the waterbed after that? You know, I didn't ask. I'll have to follow up with her on that. But like I said, I had a waterbed for many years when I was younger. Mm. And actually, my parents did too. And I remember having friends come over and be like, what the fuck? You have a waterbed? <laughs> yeah. Don't you have a waterbed? <laughs> what was the thing with waterbeds? Like, I, what a weird thing. I don't think I really ever saw them outside of like my house. you know like no one I knew had them it's a very I think honestly it was probably helpful for like my dad's back maybe I know he really liked it but my mom ultimately was like fuck this waterbed (laughs) yeah I imagine it'd be really cold in the winter and really surprisingly not warm in the summer no okay Mm. no I didn't notice that not that I recall because I had one for many many years um and that never really bothered me I think the thing that was the most annoying about it was we had pets and you know if a cat decided to poke a hole in it with its claw or something like that then that was a big (laughs) fucking pain in the ass and having to like refill it I remember once my mom having to like attach a hose to the the bathroom faucet or the tub faucet and like feed it into (laughs) my room to fill it (laughs) it's like a whole it's not quite just making your bed I have to fill up your bed (laughs) And patch up this tenth hole that I found from the yep. fucking cat. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's great. So ongoing irrational fear confirmed mm-hmm. still. Yep. Thankfully that was like uh we didn't like we had a one floor house when I was a kid, so it didn't bother me then, but I will never have a water bed again, particularly if I'm on any floor but the ground floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The ground you know might be able to hold that weight um you know I still see that we've had no engineers get in touch so that only confirms to me that this is an ongoing issue and nobody knows the real answer to it so yeah and I guess I appreciate not hearing from engineers being like yeah it's really crapshoot whether or not your house collapses under the weight of anything (laughs) thank you for that (laughs) It's kind of like flying, just like fingers crossed that this thing's going to work. Speaking of cats, though, I heard you met a cat. I met a cat, yeah. He's called, uh, well, I've met two, actually. Actually, I've met three. Tell me everything. Tell me everything. 
So um, met a cat called Squeak, um, a cat called Bod, and they're really cool, and they're my new pals, and they love me, and I love them. And also another cat called, I uh, can't remember his name. Um, but it's the cat at my mum's place. It's not actually their cat, but it comes in. And <laughs> um, my mum had Jess this weekend. Oh, no. Yeah. And it, it like, so she's in, it's like a kind of, um, it's like a burn, a burn conversion. <laughs> burn conversion. <laughs> God. It was a b- burn ward, lots of ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's like a flat that's kind of got a high ceiling and Velux windows. Mm-hmm. And the cat comes through the window all the time. Like it keeps coming to the window and like trying to come in. And Jess was just like, oh, my God, there's a cat there. And was like trying to climb up the wall to get out of this fucking window. So Jess isn't a fan of cats. Oh, she's a fan. Yeah, she, you know, likes to chase them. Uh, would probably eat one if she could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in that sense, she's a very big fan of cats. Likes them <laughs> so very <tasty>. much. Yeah. <laughs> really yummy. She's like that. Uh, what's that show back in the day? Uh, that like alien aardvark thing that ate cats. Do you know? Did you guys have that? It's not ringing any bells, no. <laughs> it's a show, I swear, I didn't make it up in a fever dream. <laughs> like, what was that? Hold on, I gotta find it. Okay, show about alien that ate cats. <laughs> Alf. Alf was his name. Alf. And he was an alien that came to Earth and apparently thought cats were real tasty. So basically, that's Jess. Sounds like not a show you guys got. Oh, yeah, Fair I'm looking at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do recognize it. He looks like a weird kind of anteater sort of thing. He ate cats. Yeah, that was his favorite food. Wow. And this is a kid's show. I wouldn't necessarily call it a kid's show. I think oh, it was okay. kind of like a, you know, a sitcom on in the evening. Kids probably watched it because I do think it was funny. And you, I don't think you actually saw him eat cats. I, I don't actually not. know. I didn't watch it. I'm just aware of it. You loved it. Actually, <laughs> no, because it, I hear that it you ate aired cat. from. <laughs> yes, it aired from eighty six to nineteen ninety. So, like, oh, okay. Anytime I came across it was well after it was done. So, <laughs> but that's where you got all your inspiration from. Yeah, mm-hmm. In to fact, barbecue I got cats, a cat cooking in the smoker right now. Been mm-hmm. tender. Yep. Well, and the whole reason I mentioned you meeting cats is because I wanted to know if you ate any <laughs> and what it was like. <laughs> what your favorite breed of cat is to eat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, in all serious, I think it's maybe been clear on this podcast, but also just as long as you've known me that I'm a cat fan. I've had cats. I, I like animals, but you know, I love cats. And it, it seems to be <laughs> there is this kind of like dichotomy between cat people and dog people Mm, it does seem to be yeah and as someone who likes both I've had a I had a dog when I was a child I would love to have a dog but there's reasons why I don't and Mm -hmm. you have two dogs in your home um one who may like to eat cats I guess I don't know about Keith's dog um 
in his thoughts. But you could you couldn't have a cat right now, basically, right? No, unfortunately not. I would really like one, but uh, it would probably end in disaster, and that's no life for a cat <laughs> to live. Imagine coming home to just like a the massacre. Bath. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, that'd be horrifying. I'd be like, cat, why did you eat Jess? <laughs> Yeah, obviously that that'd be what happened because yeah. Jess is such a small, dainty little delicate flower of a dog. <laughs> yeah, she's a tiny little lap dog. Yeah. yeah, she's actually quite a sweet dog, but she very much has some hunter instincts, doesn't she? Yeah, she's got a bit of a prey drive. Um, can't be helped, you know. She's just doing what dogs want to do. Dog around. She's just dogging around. She's a bit of a dogger. <laughs> <laughs> have Have you encountered people or had conversations about like this cat versus dog debate? Well, yeah. I mean, I live it every day. I'm, you know, dog people hate cat people and cat people hate dog people. And that's, you know, I'm a dog person and that's why I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I like you, though, because I also like dogs. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, there's I, the people I, who I like, like both. both. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, I I think I was a cat person, in in inverted commas in speech marks, mm-hmm. until I had dogs, and they're just very different animals. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love cats, and I would love a cat because they're just sort of independent, do their thing, and if you've mm-hmm. got a nice cat, you can have a lovely little cuddle with them. Mm-hmm. Um. But you don't have to walk them every day and, you know, all that kind of stuff that comes with a dog. But then dogs do, could arguably have a little bit more of a personality. But again, I think it depends on the cat. Some cats have got loads of personality and some dogs have got nothing between the eyes. So, (laughs) And vice versa, yeah. I I think the thing that I hear the most is something like that, you know, and the whole like loyalty man's best friend kind of thing. And yeah. people who I think really talk about not liking, liking cats either have never had a cat or bad experiences yeah. with a cat because mm-hmm. some cats are a little more standoffish or aggressive or, you know, just not cuddly. And I, th- what I was going to say to you with these cats that you met who love you and you mm-hmm. love them, yep. there was something validating about that cat or those cats wanting to be near you sit on you love you like you felt like that was something about you as a person Mm -hmm. because of how those cats felt which with dogs for the most part you meet a dog the dog likes you like the dog likes attention is very like there's no in my opinion um like earned love from a dog that dog just (laughs) loves you and is happy to be there with a cat it's like you almost got to earn it and when you do it's so validating so satisfying yeah (laughs) Yeah, 100%. Um, I think cats are, like, drawn to me as well. Well, I can see why I'm drawn to you, and I'm basically a cat, so. Exactly. I think I may have been a cat in a previous life or something like that. (laughs) Probably a royal one, even. Probably. (laughs) Cleopatra's Uh, cat or something, I don't know. Yep. My uh, friend's cat, Lauren's cat, absolutely despises me. Really? And... (laughs) I don't know why, because it wasn't always like that when she first got her. She was fine with me. And then like one day I went to visit and it was just like someone flipped a switch and to this day hasn't forgotten her hatred for me. And it's like she's kind of she's one of those cats that is a little standoffish. She really loves Lauren. But 
um, you know, she doesn't just like pick and choose people. So like, I know there's that. It's like part of it is her personality, but the degree to which she despises me is more than anyone else with other people. Yeah. And it's been a topic of conversation. I don't know. Other than try to love her, which I guess like if I'm too thirsty, I could see that as being a turn off. She can smell your desperation. Yeah. Because I do. Whenever I meet a cat or a dog, I I do want them to love me. Go to a house party. And it's like, I'm just going to hang out with this cat here. (laughs) (laughs) Where are the animals? Take me to them. Yep. Pretty much. So it hurts my heart anytime I'm around Rhoda because of how much she hates me and <laughs> I just want to touch her. And she's an orange cat. And as you know, that's you love an orange cat. I had an orange army up until recently. RIP Momo and Milo. But I would totally get a dog. The matter of not having a dog is A, I had three cats at one point and it's like we often asked ourselves, well, why do we have so many cats? <laughs> <laughs> And then B, as they got older and health issues, like with Lucy currently, I mean, she's pretty old. She's blind. Like, let's not do that to her. We dog sat. Yeah. I mean, we dog sat and it went fine, but the dog was very chill and gave her a wide berth Mm. and was maybe even a little scared of her. (laughs) (laughs) That's often the case. Yeah. So it worked out, but it's just like that piece of like, let's not stress out our cats. But then also, as you said, you know, dogs are a little more high maintenance. Mm Mm-hmm. They are. And it, you know, it does restrict you a little bit because if you go on holiday, you need someone to look after them mm-hmm. or put them in kennels, which mm-hmm. I do not like. But um, and even, you know, you, you can't really leave a dog more than four hours. So even just, yep. you know, going out at the weekends can often be restricted yep. by your little pooches. But with cats as well, I think there's... um. They have a, what's the word? Um, But. They do have a butt, yes. Um, They often like to show you their little asshole as well. Um, They have a reputation, that's the word I'm looking for, for having butts. (laughs) They sure do. Um, Just for like being arrogant, don't they? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And some cats really are. I love it when like those videos of cats just pushing shit <laughs> off shelves. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Yep. Me too. You know, I think that it. I prefer my cats to be like super, even if it's just with me. But like, I do like a good cuddle. So mm-hmm. I, I would be sad. And I've had. I mean, I grew up with cats too, and I would be sad if like my cats didn't want to sit on my lap let me pet them nuzzle me and Momo actually was really good about that and Lucy is too but she's a little bit more like okay I need my space now I'm gonna jump down and run into the wall because I can't see before I leave the room (laughs) (laughs) and so and I think that's the nice thing about dogs is like they're you know they want they're happy to see you they love being getting belly rubs which is often a no-no zone for cats and um, you know, they want to be a lap dog, even if they're huge. My, I have family who used to have great Danes and <laughs> those dogs <laughs> who just want to put their butt on your lap. And it's like, okay, yeah. Oh, okay. You're heavier than me and taller than me. And that's fine. But go ahead and just sit right there. <laughs> <laughs> Having a great Dane on your lap is, uh, well, it's a lot. A real, <laughs> a real treat. A real treat. I think 
cats too also know when people don't like them because my stepdad, the yeah. few times he's come to visit, it's not that he doesn't. He's just very disinterested in animals sometimes. And it was just like Lucy immediately on his lap, mm-hmm. Momo immediately. And he they just would like, smell them out, scratch his head, their heads like this, just like the saddest little pet. And they're like, yes, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Whereas I'm over and like, I will brush you and feed you and oh just fuck Treat off okay. like a princess yeah. yep cool 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 there's that meme that i saw about it um dogs are basically like having children that can't speak um mm-hmm. and need constant attention and for you to pick up their poo whereas cats are just a cool roommate who will be there <laughs> and give you a cuddle <laughs> like, yeah so true yep i read that cats i don't know if it's true but i just read that cats apparently like the way they perceive us is like a big hairless cat roommate. Yeah. And that they're often like a little worried about us. It's like, you're bald. Like, are you okay? (laughs) And apparently when they bring you like dead mice and birds and things, Mm -hmm. that's because they're like, they think you're shit at hunting and they they need to help you. So look, sorry, Kate, but I noticed you've not been eating any dead mice. So I'm going to help you out, and I've caught you a few. (laughs) And the shit you've been feeding me is not at all what I want, so I wondered if that's just because you're really bad at your job. (laughs) Just trying to give you a fucking hint. (laughs) Yeah. One thing that is true for both cats and dogs, though, is the breeds seem to have kind of special personalities, you know? Yeah. And I think it, again, maybe more so with dogs because of... Breeding, like I think breeding happens a lot more with dogs than cats. Like mm-hmm. cat owners are like, I got this cat from the dumpster and he's my favorite. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's my trash cat. Um, Momo came from, I'm pretty sure, a barn somewhere in like meth, meth- really. central Iowa. And Lucy was, uh, you know, the result of a cat that was had a litter of kittens that a friend of mine kind of rescued and nursed the kittens to health and stuff. And Lucy was not on track to make it, but made it. And so she's always been a little bit special needs because she didn't do well. She's a little failure to thrive there, but both were kind of trash cats. And like our dog was a boxer, purebred boxer. And he was very much a boxer in all the ways. (laughs) Brilliant. Yeah. I once got two cats for my birthday when I was, I think when I was 12 and we got them from a rescue center and they were both feral cats. (laughs) So, I mean, they were just wild cats, basically, <laughs> that we were trying to keep in a house, which they didn't like that much. Um, but one was called Shadow. The other one was called Grumpus because she was the grumpiest cat. She came with that name and we were like, oh, that's funny. And then got her home and we were like, oh, God, this cat's the fucking devil. Yeah. <laughs> Hated everyone but my mum. Even like you'd walk past and she'd like swipe at you and hiss. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, literally only liked my mom. Um, but they ended up getting pregnant at the same time oh. and both gave birth to their kittens at exactly the same time. Aww. So I think at one point we had like 14 kittens <laughs> running around the house. It was crazy. I bet that was cute as hell. <laughs> oh, it was. It was amazing. I would love it. <laughs> you just like rolled around in a pile of kittens. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and actually my... <laughs> I don't know if I should tell this, but so my younger brother was obviously much younger. So he was probably like five, I think, at the time. 
Um, and <laughs> at the time, we lived in a three-story house. And the living room and kitchen were on the bottom floor. And the kittens had been on the top floor in my bedroom mm-hmm. under the bed. And this was like when they were like firstborns, you know, they can't even like open their eyes See, and yeah. like, yeah, they haven't got any fur and stuff. Look <laughs> <laughs> like little rats. And we're all down in the living room or in the kitchen. And we just kept hearing this like, what's that noise? Went to investigate. And Joe is just throwing the kittens one by one down the stairs. <laughs> And by this point, this was the bottom staircase. So he'd thrown them all down two sets of stairs. Oh, my God. Were they okay? TBD, we don't know what happened to them. <laughs> they were actually all fine. They were absolutely yeah. fine. He also used to, like, hide them in drawers and stuff. I don't, he did not like those kittens for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. My cousin Levi has a story he will often tell from when he was very young. He grew up on a farm and hopefully he doesn't mind me sharing a little bit about it, but grew up on a farm. There was always stray cats having babies and stuff. And like they were in like the barn loft area Mm. and he brought them all down and he wanted to put them in a safe space. So he took them into the garage and put them in a cooler and closed the lid. (laughs) Yeah. And I bet you can imagine what happened. He was like probably three or four he was really young so it was you know kind of an innocent mistake but it was just like oh god were they just a bit chilly or I think he just thought that was a good space to like keep them safe because it was enclosed but they shut the lid and therefore uh, all their air disappeared (laughs) yeah sorry Levi I told everyone (laughs) we've disclosed your darkest secret Mm -hmm. yep and He's, he was never the same. <laughs> oh, I never got over that day. Mm-mm. I know when we first, I when I first got Momo, um, I was, it was like the first semester of my last year of college, and uh, I had a roommate, and she came home one day. I was out of town, and I was heading back, and she's like, "Oh, you must have came back because uh, I just opened the fridge and Momo jumped out," and I was like, "No, I." I'm not back in town yet. And she's like, he must have got in there when I was like getting some food and getting ready to go to work. And I think he was in there for something like eight hours. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And he was fine. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, he lived obviously, but yeah. I was just like coming, imagine coming home and opening the fridge and my cat's dead in the fridge. <laughs> Big enough space that he had enough air and he was like just a little guy at the time, but it was oh just like, my oh God. Momo. <laughs> He did really like to get in the fridge. He got into dishwashers. He would climb, yeah, climb into so many things. God, imagine like the washing machine. I know people where that's happened to them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or the dryer because it's nice and warm and full of fluffy warm clothes. And then maybe someone like was like, I'm going to just do another cycle to make freshen them up. And yeah. That's horrendous. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well. Public service announcement, please check your washers and dryers before turning them on if you do have a cat. Thank you. And your fridge. Yep, especially if they like to get into stuff. I mean, thankfully that never happened. They didn't seem that interested in doing that. My cats did, but it happens. (laughs) That sure happens. I think bottom line, though, is cats are great. Dogs are great. Something that's not great are fucking birds. (laughs) (laughs) You don't like birds? No. 
I don't. I want to. My mom had these two pet birds, and one was really sweet, and the other was not, and hate also hated me and would hiss at me when I walked by. And whenever I went to stay, she just decided it was like really fun to be super fucking noisy at 4 a.m. because she knew I was there. And I'm pretty sure she murdered the other bird. <laughs> oh my God. She was a jerk. She was a jerk. Wow. I do like it when people have parrots and they teach them to swear, though. That really makes me laugh. But I don't think people should have pets as birds, birds as pets. <laughs> Why not? Because um, they fly. They don't belong in a cage. Mm-hmm. Let them be free. Yeah. Can I? Yeah. I've seen some really cute videos of, like, pet cockatoos, parrots, lovebirds, and stuff. So, like, I actually don't think I probably hate birds, but I hated that hate specific that bird. bird. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Because yeah. they're pretty cute, but it's I agree, like instinctually, but you could say that about cats and dogs too, I suppose. And that's True. one thing I appreciate about coming to England is I feel like cats are far more commonly like indoor outdoor cats mm-hmm. there. And that's good for them, but like that wouldn't have worked for my cats because they are far too stupid and would never survive in the wild. And the few times they've gotten outside, like Lucy tumbled down a wall and Milo was like wandering around in the alley. And <laughs> I'm just like, no, you'll never make it. But there are a few like indoor outdoor cats. Our neighbor has a cat named Henry who would come over and visit sometimes. And I liked him. But yeah, it seems much more common in America to have just indoor cats. But I don't know anyone over here that has like only keeps their cats indoors. Yeah. But then a lot of cats do get run over. I used to live on a main mm-hmm. road when I was a kid and I had a few cats that all mm-hmm. perished in the road quite yeah. quickly. Yeah. Um, so That's my concern. And like I just moved enough to that I feel like my cats would be so confused about their surroundings that they wouldn't know where to go. Yeah, true. <laughs> Especially when you moved state. Yep. We're in a whole different country. Back in Sioux City somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Got out, made it back, homeward bound style. (laughs) There are cats that do that, don't they? I I remember reading once, yeah, that cats get more attached to places than people. And so, like, if you do move, particularly within, like, the same area and your cat gets out, they might end up back at the old house. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clever little fuckers. You know, speaking of animals, though, that we like or dislike or people dislike, you know, something that I've been thinking a lot about? Mm-hmm. Squirrels. Squirrels! <laughs> yes. <laughs> squirrels have been on my mind because I'm weird, and we have some squirrels that are kind of nightmares. <laughs> mm-hmm. Our neighbor has a really nice garden, um, including, like, vegetables and the amount of like half a giant tomato that gets left on our deck or on our stoops or in front of our door is excessive. Like it's so wasteful. Eat the whole fucking tomato if you're going to start at squirrel. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just have heard so many stories about squirrels being like horrible that yeah. I just, I can't get over these tiny little like tree rats that are quite <laughs> aggressive and smart. Apparently they're very smart and are carnivores. They actually love to eat chicken. And I remember one time I encountered a squirrel just sitting on a fence post eating a chicken wing that they got out of the garbage. And I'm like, I had no idea that squirrels were carnivores when that happened. And I was like, is it the apocalypse? <laughs> what is happening? 
But yep. apparently they love meat. <laughs> well, yeah, there's, I mean, I live obviously by a little woodland. I say obviously, it's not obvious. Um, and there's a lot of squirrels in there. And there are definitely more than a few that are just assholes. Mm-hmm. And you'll be like walking under a tree and it's, I'm, I swear down, they are purposely throwing acorns at me. Oh, yeah, they do that. Yep. Get yeah. the fuck out of here, they're saying. Mm. It's really unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And they've also, I don't know whether you know about this, but in England, we used to mainly have red squirrels, which are super cute and yes, small. Mm-hmm. And somewhere along the line, gray squirrels got introduced and they essentially like pretty much killed and wiped out the whole population of red squirrels. Now red squirrels are like really rare and nearly extinct in England because of those little grey bastards. I just was reading about American squirrels causing trouble in Britain too. And I wonder if, uh, yeah, okay. Oh, I knew it had something to do with you. (laughs) (laughs) Eastern greys are the most common US tree squirrel, but in addition to helping them reclaim lost habitats... People have introduced them to places outside their native range from Western North America to Europe and South Africa. Eastern greys are now invasive pests in the UK where they threaten smaller (laughs) native red squirrels Mm. who are so cute. There's a picture of one. Squirrels have also become invasive in other places around the world, including Australia, which has no native squirrels of its own. So yeah, sorry about that. We killed all your squirrels. Don't replace them. I I can't believe you've done that to me. I don't think I've ever seen a, a real red red squirrel. I think they were trying to reintroduce them. Um, I think they may still be in Scotland, if I'm right in thinking that. Keep going. There are two species of squirrel in the UK. Red squirrels. Squirrel's really hard to say in a Scottish accent. <laughs> and grey squirrels. Squirrel, squ- squ- squirrels, squirrels. I can't. Um, so yeah, they're trying to protect them. Um, so they're now limited to certain areas of the UK, such as Anglesey, parts of Northern England and Scotland. In many cases, they've had to retreat to wilder, remoter locations. <laughs> Get away from those grey bastards. I had no idea that grey squirrels were so like. They were they're they're colonizers. They are also committing genocide. Yeah. (laughs) Evil squirrels. Interesting. Wow. Well, here where I am at, we have like see, I would say they're red, but I suppose they're probably more brown because they don't look like the red squirrel here. But I have also seen gray ones and black ones, and then very recently saw a fully white one because I think it was you know it was an albino squirrel. Yep. And. Um, so we have a wide variety of them, but it does depend on what part of the country you're in mm-hmm. that um, you'll see more of them. And here I'd say they're kind of like just basic kind of brownie red squirrels. Cute. Yeah, no, I hate them actually, like mm-hmm. I just said. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I forgot that part. Um, do you know what I hate? I don't hate, but I dislike seagulls. <laughs> yeah, they suck. They fucking suck. <laughs> And I mean, I live like half an hour away from the coast. Loads of seagulls here. I'm like, what are you doing here? There's no sea. They make loads of noise. I think they're just called 
goals. Ah! <laughs> no, I guess they are, yeah. But they seem to be getting bigger and more bold, like, ballsy. More mm-hmm. ballsy. Um, and I was talking to my mate down in Brighton and he, like, they're fucking horrible in Brighton. Yeah. And he said he watched a um, seagull eat a whole pigeon whole. What? Just fucking opened its mouth and hopped the thing back and swallowed it. Um, and when oh I went down God. to Brighton, the last time I went down, actually, I witnessed a seagull. There was a dead bird on the floor. And it was, you know, just a normal dead bird. And I went into a cafe to get a cup of tea. And by the time I'd come out, this seagull had just ripped this fucking bird open. Into like, <laughs> like a million pieces. I was just like, you're horrible. Please Kills. go. Yeah. I mean, my experiences with seagulls have been the stereotypical going to Brighton or somewhere with a pier and walking along and watching them go after people with food, including my mother-in-law, my friend, having them like basically pepper us with shit, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and it's just like, I hate it. I, I'm not going to, I refuse to eat anything, you know, Mm -hmm. when I'm out there because they like are relentless and it sucks. I didn't realize they're cannibals though. That's amazingly yeah, bad. Gross. <laughs> there needs to be some sort of cull. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Um, back to I want to tell this story real quick about because it made me laugh so much about squirrels. So my mom like feeds birds and has mm-hmm. like bunnies and like a lot of wildlife and turkeys and stuff that come up Aww. on her little. Cause she has like this big pan of bird food out, and the so squirrels right. obviously. Yes, pretty much. Um enjoy it and one day she forgot to like go fill it or like replenish it or just put it out and she said the squirrels like climbed up the screen door and stared at her <laughs> and then when she didn't come out fast enough they fucking peed on <laughs> the screen door and I was like those squirrels are terrorizing you they're emotional terrorists yeah. and they're like threatening you <laughs> if you don't feed them <laughs> they are dicks aren't they yeah. horrible horrible okay <laughs> rant over about squirrels now and goals sorry <laughs> just been thinking a lot about it and i had to get it off my chest <laughs> just can't stop thinking about those fucking squirrels what are you using for skincare lately well i am using a Lizelle cleanser in the morning, mm-hmm. hot cloth mm-hmm. cleanser. Okay. Um, and then I use hyaluronic acid. B five. And uh, sometimes a little. Uh, how do you pronounce it? Niacinam- niacinamide. <laughs> I can't pronounce any skin. I think that's right. Niacinamide. Niacinamide. Um, and then a lovely bit of Olay 7FX moisturizer. How's it working for you? It is fine, I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, so I never did skincare until probably like a year or so ago. I always mm-hmm. just wash my face with water and that, and that was good to go. Mm-hmm. I always had quite an oily complex growing up, so I didn't want to put anything on my face. If I used moisturizer, I'd just break out and get loads of spots. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't bother. 
But then since going into the old flirty 30s, my skin appears to have dried into a shriveled up little prune-like mm-hmm. organ. Yeah. So, um, and it was upon speaking with you and Charlie, really, um, about skincare. That I was like, oh, maybe I should be doing stuff to my face to make it better. I remember that conversation because um, I think Charlie was like, so I started to get really into skincare and I'm yeah. like, say more, tell me everything because yeah. I you think you had thank, a very enthusiastic thanks. conversation about yeah. skincare. Yeah. Uh, thanks to my mom, uh, she got me started real, real early with like face washing, moisturizing and stuff like that. Mm. Um, that kind of carried into adulthood, which I think was good. I appreciate that. Mm. Um, but, you know, I've unfortunately spent a fuck ton of money <laughs> on skincare because like you see the thing that's going to promise the thing and you try it and mm-hmm. does, you know doesn't do the thing because like there's no real miracle whatever right yeah and just like trying loads and there's so much out there particularly yeah. marketed towards women but I do like hearing other people discuss the things that they like and what works for them but we all have different skin issues like I'm always I've always been really dry so never been oily always like dry as the Sahara don't touch me I'm gonna turn to dust (laughs) (laughs) you gotta keep that skin moist yep so I think it's interesting to hear you know people who haven't maybe kind of been doing it since they were in their tweens um and you know I feel like a part of it is a gimmick and like perhaps just society telling us to spend money on things Mm -hmm. but there's a benefit to it as well, I believe, um, and not just for women, men too. So, um, but yeah, I definitely like- think it's it's benefited and changed my skin complex because mm-hmm. I was getting loads yeah. of really dry patches and my pores were huge all of a sudden. Yeah, I could basically like go swimming in them. I know, it's just disgusting. <laughs> basically, <laughs> stick your little finger in one. Um, and it's really helped with that. Um, but yeah, I do think a lot of it could be gimmicky and just companies trying to make a little bit of dollar. But I'll be all yeah. baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I, I don't know. I think like I... They say like the hyaluronic acid is not really doing anything, but it feels nice. Um, But it also is like you get such differing perspectives from people who are quote unquote like experts or dermatologists Mm -hmm. and stuff. And so like I actually, you know, talk to my my dermatologist a lot about this and what works based on 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 my skin. And one thing that she felt pretty strongly about that people should start sooner rather than later is like a retinol or retinoid. So Um, this is apparently the only skincare product that's actually scientifically proven mm-hmm. to have an effect yeah whereas others are just kind of am i some people it works some people it doesn't yeah i think probably the biggest thing is like cleaner skin right particularly if you wear makeup or mm-hmm. if you're in you know like just kind of like city pollution and air getting yep. on your skin and stuff like that and i put on sunscreen on my face every day that i'm pretty mm-hmm. sure i you know i need to wash off and Boy, was washing my face at, at night was something that took me a real long time to get consistent about because mm. lazy or, yeah. you know, late night out and just can't be asked for a reason or another. But mm-hmm. 
Um, I think because getting into my 30s and all of a sudden being like, oh, no, my value as a woman is steadily decreasing as each day I get older and <laughs> these fine lines, I need to fix them in order to still be viable as a goddamn person. Um, <laughs> it's become more important to me to, like, I guess, do that. Mm. And so I my retinoid is prescribed and like very it's like I don't even know the measurements, but I do think it, it makes a big difference. Yes, I think I use a, a retinol in the evening sometimes. Um, and I do think it's made a bit of a difference, but I get really paranoid about it because it makes your skin yeah. sensitive to sun. So during mm-hmm. the summer, I've been like not really using it because I'm really scared that I'm going to get sun damage, even though I am using SPF. I was just but, gonna ask, why aren't you putting sunscreen on your face? I am. I'm just worried about it because I do like to have a little sit in the sunshine. You can still get color wearing SPF. Oh, I know, but I just don't want the retinol to mm-hmm. yeah. damage it any more than it need be. Um, but I've I've noticed because I now obviously follow skincare addiction mm-hmm. threads on Reddit and things like that, and. In America, you can get tretinoin. That's what I have, yeah. But you can't get that in the UK. Do you want me to bring you some? Yeah. Okay, don't tell me. I won't. I will. I have it on like auto ship. I'll just, you can just have the next bottle I have. But keep in mind, compare to like what you've been using Mm -hmm. and, um, because, and probably you will want to do it like once a week, then twice a week. And I think you and I talked about this before. Um, maybe you would benefit from putting it on last after your moisturizer too, because that yeah. will help with like any skin freak out. Yeah, so. that's what I've been doing. Um, but I did, so I I got the 0.5% retinol. And my skin was absolutely fine with that. It wasn't an issue. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, I'll try the 1%. Jesus. <laughs> and boy did i purge (laughs) i bet yeah i think mine's 0.25 maybe maybe it's 0.5 now i can't remember i'll have to check yeah but it is i think there's a difference between the stuff that you can get prescribed versus the kind that you can buy over the counter because Mm -hmm. of the so even if it's like 0.5 over the counter it might not still be as strong based on what else is in it and mine also has the nianosamide in it too so really yeah yeah it'd be interesting to see so i've I've gone back to the 0.5 now because i was just peeling (laughs) yeah yeah but i guess that's like kind of what's supposed to happen it's just like it would be ideal if it didn't like happen so aggressively (laughs) that's it yeah it's just like oh this doesn't look great people are gonna think i have leprosy Mm. (laughs) i've also heard a lot of people moaning about niacinamide niacinamide mm-hmm. um apparently a lot of people react really badly to it interesting and they're like kicking off because it's in so many products yeah yeah and it is they don't realize and then pop it on their face and wake up in the morning with a big old blotcher face you know and this is something that i've never really tried like i will get the 
skincare product du jour that says it does X, Y, and Z, and I will not patch test, and I will just throw it right on, yep. and then I will be like, this didn't do anything literally after one use, and then it goes into my cupboard, <laughs> and then I don't <laughs> use it again. So I think I've like gotten a little lucky, despite the fact that my skin freaks out about the most random shit. Like skincare products haven't thankfully done that, but I have not mm. been careful about it at all. No. And and you really should with your whole eyelash <laughs> blow up. <laughs> I know I should, and thankfully, like I've kind of found something that works for me. But I will. I know I don't think you guys have Sephora there, but you have like Boots mm. and Space NK and stuff, which yeah. is the equivalent. But I will be on it, and I'll be like replenishing the thing I like to use. Like I have certain products that I buy over and over again. Um, and then I'll see something like, oh, the new whatever, and it's supposed to basically make you look like you're a tw- 12-year-old or an infant mm-hmm. and or, you know, you, whatever, and I'll buy it and it's stupidly expensive and just never use it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a, this is a, so do you have like a cupboard that's just probably worth like thousands? Yeah. Well, at one point, yeah, I think I, after a while, I've started like forcing myself to work through things that aren't expired and get rid of the things that are, mm-hmm. but um, it was terrible habit of mine and I think it's just like insecurity I did it with makeup too like Mm. I bought so much makeup I have so much makeup that I don't wear I don't even really wear makeup anymore um but I that was like the one thing is maybe just like letting kind of societal pressure guide me in my purchase habits (laughs) Mm. yeah sure I mean I've used the same foundation since I was like 16 Ooh, which one so it's a number seven mm-hmm. I don't know if you that. yeah we have that here and I'm familiar with it but I don't think we have nearly the like full complement of the brand that you guys do because mm. yeah I think it's like a UK mm-hmm. based thing but it's the, the number seven intelligent foundation it comes in basically three shades light medium or dark okay yeah and it basically blends into the color of your skin mm-hmm it's fucking brilliant it's really light like I hate a heavy foundation I cannot bear it yeah me too I've tried so many others and I'm just like I feel like my face is being suffocated yeah don't like it that's the thing I the times I've had to like do a full face with like a foundation that provides full coverage is like my wedding Mm. um you know maybe like a big event or something and it's just like you can just feel it sitting on your face yeah and and then we have to take it off. It takes like 10 years. Like how yeah. much shit is on my face? Yeah. It, as much as I appreciate people who can do a full face, the contour, like the mm. blending, all of that. Like oh, I also, not very good, nor do I think I have the like patience to actually sit there and kind of do all the things you need for it. And no. so then it just doesn't look good on me when I try. No. <laughs> I tried doing contouring and one side looked good and the other side was wonky. <laughs> so I just had a wonky face. So you're just like sitting like this kind of to the side, like no one look at me yeah. on the side. <laughs> this is my best side. If you could just, just look up my left side of my face, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it it makes me happy. Like the skincare routine and rituals, those are things that like I probably kind of like don't mind spending my money on now just because I do think it there is a benefit there and like I see a benefit but I just there's so many things that I feel like just as a woman but also as a person that we buy and probably don't really care that much about like you buy the really cheap shirt right the fast Mm -hmm. fashion shirt or you buy the hair product or you buy the 
whatever. And it's just like, then we just don't fucking use it. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's crazy. What I do wish they would make is just a fucking eye cream that actually gets rid of dark circles. Yeah. That's like not a thing I learned. It's, I know. Yeah. Same. It's genetic or based on allergies. My derm told me it's just like from just kind of like having a lack of kind of collagen here that probably happened from birth because apparently like breastfeeding impacts that a little bit. Um, and also and how so, much sleep you're getting, how much water yeah, you're drinking. Losing weight, that yeah. sort of thing. Um, a lot of different things. And so she's like the only thing that really will get rid of it is like filler. But even then that's just to like plump up the space and mm. you still like it'll still probably be even a little bit dark so I've just accepted this about me that yeah, I just so constantly look tired and not well so I've had I was talking about this earlier actually I've had people when I was not wearing makeup ask how I got my black eye <laughs> <laughs> I was like um oh no I'm just just not wearing makeup today this is my natural face so yep do you also get when you decide to like maybe put on a little more makeup than usual and people are like, you look tired. Are you okay? Are you feeling well? I got that all the time. And it's like, no, I actually just like tried really hard today, but I guess it had the opposite effect. <laughs> yeah, I just made myself look 10 times worse. So sorry, I'm yeah. going to go home now. Yep. Yeah. I feel you though. It's just like, I guess we can just say they're like our, um, like, earned badges of yeah being wisdom bags yeah there we go mm. <laughs> and my wisdom bags i never used to have them though so maybe i do just need a bit more sleep and a bit more water i don't know you got like 11 hours not that long ago i you're good for the rest of your life <laughs> i'm caught up now <laughs> Am I the asshole? You know you are, baby. <sighs> okay. Got the wrong one there. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's topical. Boom. Am I the asshole for hiding my girlfriend's skincare? <laughs> Basically, I hid my girlfriend's skincare collection. I was planning on throwing it all away until she freaked out about it. Yeah. My girlfriend has had, sorry, my girlfriend has had sort of an obsessive hobby with buying skincare since before me. And it's only gotten worse since we started dating. We've been dating about four years. She picks up extra, extra shifts on the weekend just to afford the newest, most interesting products. At first, I was supportive of her hobby, whatever makes her happy, I guess. But lately, I've been struggling to understand why she buys these things. We have separate bathrooms, and in every single drawer, there's a toner, a cleanser, or exfoliant. She's in school to become a dermatologist, but seriously. I don't know anyone in school, in capital letters, with this much of a collection. I've tried for months to tell her that, that this isn't healthy and that she needs help. But she tells me because she pays the bills in our apartment and for my food and other hobbies, she's allowed to do whatever she wants with her extra money. But to me, it's completely wasteful. She's already gorgeous and with incredibly lovely pillow soft skin with not a single scar. She literally has the best skin everywhere on her body. It's like she's been fucking airbrushed. This doesn't matter to her, though. 
she's always having packages showing up with new additions to her collection. And here's where I think I messed up. My girlfriend spends about 12 hours on a double shift at work. And after she left, I decided to load all of her skincare in multiple black trash bags and just put them in my truck. I wasn't going to go crazy and throw them away. I know this stuff is worth three to four thousand dollars. Some of this shit is literally in fucking boxes. I just wanted to try and show her that she didn't need any of it. And when she came home at around 12 a.m. exhausted and just wanted to wash her face, she has to, in quote marks. All of her products were missing, obviously. She immediately came to me in almost hysterics about how everything was gone and she thinks we were robbed. I told her we weren't robbed and that she doesn't need all this stuff because she's beautiful already. I told her I took it away, didn't say where, because she doesn't need all this garbage. Within seconds, her mood changed and she wouldn't even look at me. She took her blankets to the couch and slept there crying. She was being so dramatic, I decided to just get the stuff from my truck. I brought the bags in and dumped them on the floor and she started sobbing. She said there were some of them that were gifts from her father that passed away and she thought she would never get to see them again. He apparently wasn't good at gift giving, but who knew this passion of hers? Am I the asshole? I literally gave her stuff back and I don't believe her dad would just suddenly give her gifts. As she said in the past, she, he struggles buying gifts. I really don't want to lose her. I want to marry her. She's the most beautiful woman and kind soul I've ever met. Girl, leave his ass. You are a prick mate. Fuck you. <laughs> I feel like oh he's touched a nerve. Uh, I just, I'm like, she's just going to school to be a dermatologist. This is clearly a passion of hers. They have separate bathrooms. It's not like it's encroaching on his face. She works extra to afford it. You talk about her really nice skin. Bro, why the fuck do you think she has such nice skin and cares about it? Ugh. You have no right. No right. To fucking nag the shit out of her and take her stuff, even if it wasn't a gift from her recently departed father, there is nothing about this that impacts you other than that, I don't know, you just think it's weird? Like, if you were married and there was financial problems and she continued to spend money on these things, only then do I think you have the right to at least stick your nose in it a bit and be like, we need to budget better. But in no way do you have the right, sir to do anything you just did or said and have the thoughts you have. Ugh. Preach, sister. Uh, He's done an edit. Good. (laughs) We broke up. She blocked me on everything. Good. (laughs) I am so mad for her. Good for you, girl. Run away. So I uh, I think what you're saying, Kate, is that he may be the asshole in this situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> In a roundabout way. Yeah. Oh my God. I assume perhaps you you generally agree with me. I just like it's so expensive. So yeah. expensive. Washing your face at night is necessary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's just on a twelve hour shift. Uh she'd like to wash her face. It's her stuff, which she bought with her own money. Um, so just leave it alone. Get the fuck out. How would you feel if she threw your Xbox away because she didn't think it was a good hobby to have? I'm guessing this person's perhaps unemployed and that's probably what he does. Probably. I'm going to just make wild assumptions about this yeah. person because of my opinions based on this. <laughs> Am I the asshole? It makes me so angry. Like, she did everything right, too, you mm. know? <laughs> yeah, man. She pays the bills. It's not like she spent the money 
on skincare instead of rent. Like, arguably, it was going to make her better at her job if she was going to become a dermatologist. Yeah. And just, like, who who the fuck cares? Let her, like, you started off so strong and saying, I supported her. It made her happy. And then, like, you mm. turns out you're actually just a, a fucking horrible person. <laughs> Get the fuck out. Leave now. Yep. Shut the oh. I hated that. I'm glad she left him. Because he clearly only wanted to be with her because she was beautiful and had really nice skin. Yeah. Fucking okay, airbrushed bitch. <laughs> yeah. But maybe the reason she looks so fucking good is because she uses all her skincare. Mm-hmm. Take care of, she takes care of herself. It's work. Yeah. Well, there Sorry, we go. yelled. <laughs> On that note, then, um, I guess if As people I- want to tell us their little skincare routines... Yeah. And recommend some products. That would be greatly appreciated. Get in let touch. Us know. Yeah. yeah. Let us know. Let us know if you hate squirrels, if you like cats versus mm-hmm. dogs, if I uh, went a little overboard on my response. <laughs> Someone got a little bit angry. <laughs> my rage is subsiding. Good. And breathe. And breathe. That almost made me more mad than the one from last week, which made me really mad. <laughs> My aim Real. every week is just to get you angrier and angrier. <laughs> Until I literally Until explode. Just explode. Perfect. I love that for us. Good. Yeah. That's how dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> Email us at talkshittous at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Um, T-S-Y-B pod? Yeah. Cool. I believe that's correct. Yeah. Great. And uh, give us a like, subscribe, follow. Hit us up people send us money thank you (laughs) all right until next time see you later Bye. bye